a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 237, we are into the final half hour of the program today. Episode number 287 of Live Mike. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm very much looking forward to that clock to strike 3 o'clock. I I love chatting with you, Uh, but as you heard earlier, I've got something special to celebrate today. It comes around about once a year, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting home with the family, uh, sharing some pizza, and enjoying the the rest of this day. Maybe I'll even get to open a few presents. (laughs) In fact, I'm wearing one right now. I got an early present last night, a little sweater. Eh. Uh, If you want, you can check it out on the KSL News Radio app powered by uh, Any Hour Service. If not, you know what? Don't download it just to see my sweater. Okay, that's silly. That's silly. Uh, But do download it to listen to uh, many of the conversations we have thus far had on the program today. There's a a fascinating uh, debate and a very important debate playing out right now between two pieces of legislation. Number one, the Equality Act. That passed the House just yesterday. The other is the Fairness for All Act introduced just today, reintroduced, I should say. This represents a a multi-year effort on the part of Utah Congressman Chris Stewart. Uh, Anyway, they're competing uh, bits of legislation. That's probably an unfair characterization, but uh, what they do is they both aim to uh, protect the, the rights uh, and to defend against discrimination, uh, those members of the LGBTQ community. And, well, in the view of many, the Equality Act uh, does so at the expense of religious freedoms. And to hear supporters of the Fairness for All Act describe it, uh, that would uh, offer those protections, but also respect uh, the the rights and freedoms of religious organizations. Uh, reason I bring that up, we had conversations today uh, with a Deseret News reporter, Kelsey Dallas. She did a great job of explaining what this is all about. And the sponsor of the Fairness for All Act, Congressman Chris Stewart, joined us as well. We walked through the details of his legislation, where it stands, what his hopes are, uh, and what we might be able to expect uh, in the future. So download that app, the KSL News Radio app, again, powered by Any Hour Services. Go back to the first portion of today's program, listen to that conversation. There's much there to hear. All right, CPAC. CPAC, CPAC. You hear that reference today. There are a number of Utahns speaking there, including Mike Lee. Burgess Owens will be uh, participating in uh, some panel discussions tomorrow. Jason Chaffetz as well throughout the weekend will be participating in CPAC. But what the heck is CPAC? If you don't know, it's the Conservative Political Action Conference. It is 48 years running. The first was in 1973. The inaugural speaker was Ronald Reagan. And since then... Every year, uh, conservatives have gotten together uh, talking about conservative things. There also, very interestingly, has been uh, a straw poll of sorts uh, traditionally serving as a barometer for the feelings of the conservative movement. The straw poll uh, looks at who uh, you know those in attendance would like to see as the subsequent presidential nominee uh, and you know the, 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 the tone of that of that straw poll, you know, is often a good barometer of where things stand across uh, those who identify as conservatives. Now, I'm not sure of the results yet. I don't believe that there has been a straw poll uh, this year 
uh, yet. Uh, I can tell you last year there wasn't a straw poll because President Trump at the time was the presumptive nominee. The year before that, though, 2019, interesting, 82 percent of those voting in the CPAC straw poll, 82 uh, percent cast their vote for Donald Trump. <clears throat> um, do you know who the other name voted for was? Now, only guard 6 percent, but Utah's own Mitt Romney. Six uh, percent in the 2019 CPAC straw poll for who uh, those in attendance uh, or those voting rather might predict to be the next nominee of the Republican Party. Interesting stuff, uh, and I'm anxious to see what the results are of the of the next poll of this year's 2021 uh, CPAC straw poll. We'll see. Uh, participating in this, oh, and I should point out too, it's in Orlando, Florida this year. It's typically, or at least for the past. Uh, while it's been uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. at, uh, uh, anyway, uh, an event place there, but for whatever reason, and, uh, you know, who knows, maybe it's uh, politics, maybe it's climate, who knows. Uh, They're down in Orlando this year, it doesn't matter. Participating uh, from Utah, uh, Senator Mike Lee spoke this morning, uh, just uh, at about 7.30, I think, local time. Burgess Owens will be participating tomorrow, and Senator, or rather, uh, former Congressman Jason Chaffetz, uh, will also be in attendance participating. I think I think that's the extent of Utah's participation. I I might be wrong. I've I've scoured through the list of those participating, and the only the only three Utah names I see are the names of those three gentlemen. Um, I told you that Senator Lee spoke this morning. I want to give you a taste of what he had to say. Uh, here he is. I'll, I'll just give it to you, uh, Ross. Senator Lee, this morning. Here's about a minute of his uh, remarks coming uh, from Orlando as he participated in the 2021 CPAC conference. The Constitution, as adopted in 1787 and ratified a couple of years later, had these structural protections, but it lacked something else. It lacked something that Richard Henry Lee, who was a founding father, described as as those essential rights of mankind without which liberty cannot exist. Richard Henry Lee was worried that the original Constitution didn't have specific protections for those freedoms. And so within a couple of years, Congress got to work and we got the Bill of Rights. Almost immediately after they ratified the Constitution, they added this uh, series of 10 amendments, the first 10, a separate list of thou shalt nots to the government, things that the government simply cannot do with the express purpose of safeguarding liberty. You see, the Founding Fathers knew from sad, difficult, tragic experience under British tyranny that bad things happen when we allow too much power to accumulate in the hands of the few. That's just one minute of uh, the senator's, I believe, about a 14-minute address. Uh, Jason Chaffetz expected to speak tomorrow. Uh, Same goes for Burgess Owens. I, uh, I'm out of time, but I want you to hear this. It's about 40 seconds long. Bear with me. I'm sorry to the, the commercial break we got to get to. But uh, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, he spoke. Uh, don't worry about what he spoke about, but listen to the way he communicated this message. He, in the span of 40 seconds, will include a Star Trek reference, a Star Wars reference, and a Ghostbusters reference. See if you can find them all. And Vader and the Emperor, and let's be clear, they're not your father are terrified of the rebels who are here, and I'm proud to tell you Gina Carano is standing with us. So what do we do? What do we do at a time where the hard left is resurgent? Two very simple things. Number one, we defend liberty. 
Look, are there tensions in our party? Sure, because we believe in diversity. We believe in individuality. Different people have different views. We aren't the Borg enforcing... Yeah, I may have committed a cardinal sin mixing Star Wars and Star Trek. I, that, that, that Next thing you know, you're going to cross the streams and, and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is going to come. We were just too, too, too many terrible references there. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was clever. Quick break. When we return, we'll wrap up the program with a look at this $1.9 trillion COVID relief package, which may include $1,400 for you and the members of your family. Will it pass the House? And the big question is, will it pass the Senate? Faith Abube with ABC News will be my guest next to walk through all the details. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.